Today on The Breakdown, Ant versus Towering Giant. Zero dollars in their Hendon Mob profile versus 7.6 million. Unranked player versus GPI number 34 in the world. Croissant versus English Muffin. This is the level of difference in tier of the two players who will be playing a hand today from the 2019 World Series of Poker main event in Europe. It's Sean Deeb versus Renee Mueller. Sean Deeb, who, of course, you've all heard of. Renee Mueller, who probably none of you have except Renee's closest friends and family. That's because, as I mentioned, Renee has never cashed, at least according to Hendon, in his damn life, at least in any major event. They play a hand, though, that is worthy of discussion, and we're going to explore it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. It is quite a discrepancy in live tournament earnings, but with these Europeans, these sneaky Europeans, you got to be a little bit careful. Whoa. Because they're sneaky. What what specifically are you? What I mean is they have online poker in a real way that we don't. And uh, it's possible that this dude could be an online crusher. Sure. It's possible. But it is a little weird for him as of this tournament to literally have zero head and mob caches. It it's is pretty a, unusual. It is a little weird. But ima- imagine for a second a if world. You will. A world in which the Black Friday never happened in the U.S. Oh, my gosh. Wait. It's okay. pretty good. But there would be a ton of Americans. Mother? Probably Mother? Would, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you're ruining my thing. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. There'd probably be a ton of Americans who had no Hendon who currently in this universe do have a massive Hendon because Black Friday did happen, right? Because playing online poker is so much more efficient than live poker, especially if you're a multi-table guy. I mean, to some degree, I, I do agree with you, but I think it, it, the number isn't as big as you're saying only be, or implying only because uh, the World Series of Poker happens every year and all the online crushers go out and play, would play that anyway, pretty much. Not sure, all of them, but, but almost all of them, There could be some, right? some of like the there really, are a few. really good online crushers who only play the main every year because they're like, well, that's a tournament right. I can't miss, but right. they, you know, it's high variance enough that you don't cash for eight straight years or whatever. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. So, okay, there's a chance. This is what we're talking about with Renee Mueller. But most of the time, it's not going to be that, right? Yeah. Most of the time, it's going to be he's just never cashed in an event, and it's Ant versus Towering Inferno of Flame and Brimstone. Towering yeah. Inferno. Yeah. Does, does that's Towering switch. Inferno of Flame and Brimstone have agency? Does it decide what to do, or in, does the ant just walk towards it and die? Oh, no. In this case, it absolutely does, because it's Sean Deeb, and we've seen, so it's like we've a, seen that agency. It's like an anthropomorphic Towering sure. Inferno. Why not? Is that weird now? Suddenly, a building a building can't be on fire and have its own. Why sentience? do you always got to go on the defensive? I'm trying to figure out about the towering. I inferno. feel like you're attacking me. That's why. Because you always feel that way. <laughs> no, I don't. What happened in your childhood that made you feel that way? My f- mother, <laughs> mother. Oh no, this is gonna be one of those episodes. <laughs> one of those that when even when Jonathan listens to it, he doesn't remember it right after because of all of the trauma and the psychological mm. stuff, and he just is like, I forgot. I, I, I don't actually I don't usually say that I forgot I claim that the episode didn't happen even as I'm listening to it and I'm wondering who you got or what sort of <laughs> wizardry with you know technical right. sound stuff that you know <laughs> dig, digital amplification or whatever um, tweaking and so on treating of the sound that you've done to make someone else sound like me or just perhaps the AI which you've devised that you so you have a friend to talk to at night yeah <laughs> that's, that's what like I use me. my powers for <laughs> I need a friend <laughs> I mean, that would be brilliant if you could invent a friend that talked back to you. Yeah, I mean, like her. 
Sure. I mean, the latest episode of, or the first episode of Silicon Valley, sort of a little bit like that. The first episode? Of the most recent season. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. So we're just going to stop the podcast now because I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh my God. Whatever you're doing, stop. <laughs> um, all right. So we are on day two of the World Series of Poker Europe main event. It is a 10,000 euro buy-in. It is not nearly as big as the World Series of Poker main event in Las Correct. Vegas, but it's still a major event on the poker calendar. There's something like 500 entries, though, instead yeah. of 9,000 entries, right? I mean, it's it's pretty different. Yeah, this, this by the way, was suggested by Breck Shutton. Woo! Is on, that a new suggester? I think it might be. Breck suggested on Twitter. Why are you saying his name like that? Because I want to make it clear that it's not Brett, because that uh, might be how people hear it. Right. Well, they're definitely not hearing it that way when you say it like Breck. So that's good. You're getting what you want. You're getting what you want. Why do you have to find these little things? I'm trying to make the guy's name explicit <laughs> over here. I'm trying to be a, you. a good podcast host and give credit where credit is due. And you're over here saying like, why you got to talk like you're talking? I'm not. No, see, that's that's, that's a the, perfect impression of you, by the way. <laughs> that's the filter through which you hear everything because you're you live in a world where everything's an attack. But actually what's happening and maybe this would be exciting for you to like grow to, to this point. <laughs> this is me supporting you and this is what support looks like and feels like so maybe reach your little branches out towards the sun and grow in a different direction you know what i'm saying it doesn't feel like support when you call them little branches and when you're like breck if I Why said, I say if like I that? said, reach your big tree trunk out towards the sun, you'd be like, no, you're saying I'm fat. See, no, my, there's no winning with you, bro. Are you saying <laughs> I'm fat though? <laughs> you're tree shaving me right now. <laughs> oh, good times. Anyway, Breck suggested Breck. on Twitter. He Breck Shutton. Breck Shutton. He could not include a YouTube link or a timestamp because this is a Poker Go hand. Yeah. So he just told us what the Poker Go episode was and where in the Poker Go episode it occurred. That was good enough for us. If you want to suggest a Poker Go hand, that's how you do it. If you want to suggest anything that you can get on YouTube, which is everything else pretty much. Pretty much. Include a YouTube link and a timestamp. Cool. We're, of course, please, the Poker Guys on Twitter. Please do that. Um, that would be awesome. We love getting your hand suggestions. We love it so much that it hurts. Yeah. Like when Jonathan calls me fat or skinny or whatever he's calling me. Yeah. Or if, if I say, wow, you're, you're really working. I guess you're working out or something yeah. like, damn. You're like, oh, you call my arms fat now. <laughs> oh, what did I look like? You're saying I was, I was a skinny puny man before. <laughs> he's really, he's really sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't even talk to me. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So this is day two of the yep. World Series of Poker Europe, as I mentioned. So we're not, we don't have any sort of ICM implications here. We're just kind of playing the poker. Pure, I love it. Pure poker, man. Wow. It's the finest of the fine. It's like Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they say, right? Yeah. Uh, wine, I saw that on like a Wine connoisseurs are currently upset with me. Uh, so Renee Mueller, unknown, the David of the David and Goliath here. Sure. Smaller than a David. He's David's toe against Goliath's entire family, basically, is what we're talking about. Sure. Why sound, not? That sound about right. <laughs> um, he's got two fives in the hijack. He's got 207K at 3K big blind. He's going to open. That's good. That's not too amateurish. He not knows what all. he's doing. This guy's great. I mean, most people in the world would do that, but okay. I mean, a really bad player might limp. Or raise too much. Yeah, or make it 20K. Uh, I assume he raised some normal amount. 7K. Yeah. At two... At uh, three six. Sorry, mm. two one one five three. Some, what was the blinds? I was thinking about all these other jokes. What do you want? What are the blinds? Fifteen hundred and three k. Thank you. Yeah. So it, so that's a two point three open. That's great. It's wonderful. I like that sizing. That's the sizing I use. 
Good for you. All right. So it folds to Sean. See, D. that feels like an attack though. There's a if tone. It was meant to be. There's a tone. It was meant to be an attack because you're not even paying attention to what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm thinking about that peen grease thing. That's what was going on there. I was like, is there another joke that I could I think, squeeze out of that? I think if you keep ignoring when I'm doing the exposition <laughs> of the hand, the punishment is like you have to do five hands where you're the guy reading the hand. I'm in. I'm in for it. Okay. I'm really to do it because you know what? It's not just a punishment for me. It punishes you. It and punishes the listeners. <laughs> exactly. They, they deserve the punishment. <laughs> Everyone. So if we all have, the, if we all share the pain, it's great. Yeah, it's wonderful. Great. All right. Sean Deeb is in the big blind. He's got yeah. queen of clubs, jacket diamonds. He's got 411 K. So well over a hundred big blinds Cool. doing just fine. He's going to defend. Not much to say there. Super straightforward so far. Pot is 18,500. Before we get to the flop, I do want to talk about something near and dear to my heart. Yeah, please. And it's not nitrogen sports. What? Everything is up and down. We'll talk about that a bit later. Great. It's our book. Yes. I want to talk about our book. It's called How Can He Fold? With three question marks. Uh, incredible poker hands broken down decision by decision. Not incredible decisions. Incredible poker decisions broken down hand by hand. Although it could be that too, but it's not. That would be weird. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's our book. It is either newly released or coming out very soon. It's got to be released by now. Yeah, I would think it's very likely. Yeah. Uh, it's on Amazon. You can get it there. Uh, you can find us as the authors. Of course, it's called How Can He Fold with three question marks. And when we say the authors, to be clear, it's Jonathan Levy and Grant Dennison. It's not the poker guys. Right. But if you just type in How Can He Fold in poker books, it's going to come up. It will come up, yeah. Uh, we're, we also will be selling the ebook version from a website that we will put in the link of this podcast. Yep. You can find it there if you prefer the ebook version. Uh, it's basically us doing a text version of Breaking Down Hands. It's a little bit more technical, a little bit more polished Mm -hmm. than than this and i think it's a better study material but it's still a lot of fun uh we we go from the least complex hands that we break down to the most complex and there's a wide swath of of how complex it is and we think it's a good book we think it's a lot of fun we'd love it if you guys checked it out yeah it's a 37 different hands which we have in there so it it really uh, it's all tournament hands also and it's got mostly um really famous players all huge stages all really big spots um either really big tournaments or a huge spot in a big tournament. Often it's like the world series of poker main event, final table yeah. spot or something like that. So it's some of the hands you may have seen before um, because they're famous. Some of them are a little less well-known, but are really interesting, incredible decisions or really tough decisions or bad decisions sometimes too. And we, uh, we have sort of a text conversation about each of these decisions. Uh, we think it's a really good book. Uh, we're really proud of it. And by the way, it's a great, it, we think all of you, if, since you guys are listening to this podcast, we think it's really perfect for all of you. But if you have any uh, poker friends or anything like that, Christmas is coming up. It actually does make a perfect gift, Grant. A perfect gift, I'm saying. So is Hanukkah, by the way. You know what? Maybe you should have mentioned that. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's a book that we enjoyed writing. Yeah. We put a lot of time into it. We hired out some stuff such as the interior design. We think it looks great. It does. Yeah. Super sharp. So it's like a fun, good looking poker book. How can you go wrong? Yeah. And as and on the back cover, it says a poker book you'll actually read. And we really believe that. I know that as someone who owns something like 25 poker books, and I've read some of them, uh, a lot of poker books I get about a third of the way through and never get back to. This is not one of those. It's books. not dry. It's not a hundred percent technical analysis. Although right. There is like a little bit of that within our conversations, but it's still banter. It's still yeah. It's fun. still humor and yet still, um, doing analysis too. Yeah. So check it out. How can he fold? Great. All right. Anyway, 18,500 in the pot here. We've got Renee Mueller with two red fives in the hijack. Sean Deeb with queen of clubs, Jack of diamonds. Nobody's stack is at risk quite yet. The flop is ace of diamonds, 
Deuce of Diamonds, Three of Clubs. Sean Deep checks. So far, so good. Missed. This is a great flop for Mueller yes. in that he can rep the ace a lot more easily than Deep can, and he has two fives, which are a pair and a gut shot. Also blocks the nuts, uh, which is kind of great. Yeah. He's going to bet. Yep. I like betting here a lot. What do you think about sizing? What should you size it at? 18.5 in the pot. We don't have to size very large at all. Um, I think you could go, I think seven or 8,000 is fine. Yeah. You could probably even go 6,000. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think if you size really small, you can never fold to a raise. Oh, no, especially with this hand. Yeah. Yeah, where we block the nuts and we've got the gutter and all that. We And there's diamonds out there, even though we have a diamond. Yeah. Uh, Mueller's going to bet a bit bigger than that. Okay. He bets 10500 And back to his resume, I know I, I gave a whole spiel about how it's possible he's just an online guy. Uh, if that's not the case, if he's not really a crusher, I think that sometimes bigger sizing can be indicative of a fear, almost. Just kind of mm-hmm. like the bigger I size, the less likely it is I have to play this hand anymore. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. Like, this is the biggest spot I've ever been in in my life. And this is Sean D. Holy shit. Just get out of the hand, please. I don't want to deal with this. Right. That could be what's going on with the 10,500. I mean, even if he had a hand like Ace Queen here, he could still be afraid, right? Yeah. There's like lots of lots of bad cards on the turn. He's like, don't draw on me. Just go away. Let me take this down. I mean, you hear bad players. If you play live, yeah. you hear bad players say stuff like that all the time. Like, they'll make it like 700 blinds with Jack's preflop and be like, I just wanted to take it down. Exactly. See, I have Jack. See, exactly. see? It's, yeah. it's better than losing, you know? Like, right. And so who, I'm not saying that that's what Mueller's thought process is, but it's possible that there's a bit of fear going on. I mean, all the evidence seems to point in that direction without really knowing, of course. At least he didn't make it like, 12k oh no, no i mean right all no, right no. i mean he, this is still it's a it's a little more than half pot it's probably too much especially with the diamond in his hand to do that you know yeah. um but it's not the end of the world this isn't like a horrible mistake or anything close to that this is like fine it's just a little too big yeah right just like to point out these little things these yeah. are the little things that make poker so interesting that like not everybody observes right this absolutely like- and and these things do have i mean as these pots grow, you know, these have exponential values down the line, right? If you, instead of, if you make it 6k instead of 10k and like deep has a whole range of options, he's not going to fall. They'll tell you that right now. Everyone well, we because would this, not be a breakdown. Exactly. Hand. So deep is going to take a different action. The pot's going to get bigger and the pot, the pot size is going to be partially because based on the fact that Mueller made it 10k instead of six or 7k right now. Right. Um, it's going to be bigger than it otherwise would be. And then that means subsequent bets are going to be bigger and all the decisions get more important. And like everything does sort of cascade from this decision to make it 10, five instead of like seven or eight here, even though it seems like not a big difference. It does matter a little bit once in a while. All right. So Sean Deeb, as we know, is going to continue in the hand one way or the other. Otherwise we, we would have he has kicked queen, this queen of clubs, Jack of diamonds. Breck Shutton would have been kicked to the curb a long time ago. That would have been a very bad suggestion by Breck Shutton if it was a seed <laughs> and a fold. We would have actually done it just to humiliate him. Yeah. Which we don't normally that's do. That's not the case. Nope. Nope, not at all. Just kidding. It is. And the hand's over. No, it's not. So if Sean Deeb's going to continue, obviously with nefarious intent. Yeah. I mean, he has two back doors. They're not very good back doors. Mm-hmm. What action do you prefer, calling or raising? I am thinking about this. I think they're both pretty fine. Raising is good because you win a lot right now which I like. Um, Do you win enough right now? Well, I mean, you win a lot more than you would if you call. <laughs> I'll say that. You win 0% of the Do time. Do you win enough? It's hard to say. Um, if, we, if we're... It depends on... What, my guess is that Breck... Sorry, Breck. I was going to call the player Breck Shutton instead of <laughs> Renee Mueller. My, my, my guess is that if Renee Mueller is betting 10-5, if he is the amateur that he might 
he seems like he probably is. Um, he might be city betting way too often, just in general. And it's possible. It, and if that's true, it's pro- I would guess Deeb is noticing that, and then Deeb feels like he can take things away a lot more yeah. than he otherwise would. Um, so, so yeah. So like, if this guy's got if this guy's betting his entire range on this board, which by the way isn't crazy. No, I think that's this is one of the boards that you probably should do that. This with is a big blind defense. Pretty good one to do it on. Um, then you probably are going to get a lot of folds here. Like you're going to fold that all the king highs, all the queen highs, all the non pair hands except diamonds pretty much right and yeah. open-ended straight draws if the guy somehow has a four in his hand that's, that's not that's not open-ended there's you're no right open-enders. you're it's right impossible are, to have an open-ended straight draw gosh darn it there's no straight draws that are worth calling a raise with okay um so yeah so like you're gonna fold that the only thing you're not gonna fold this diamonds you have a diamond in your hand it's less likely he has one that's sort of so that so that means it's probably gonna work enough that it's worth doing what do you think yeah i suppose i mean I guess because like if Deeb knows this guy's an amateur mm-hmm. and knows that he might be scared, I think raising right now is probably better than calling. If it's, if Sean Deeb's playing against Timothy Adams here and he decides for some reason he wants to continue on this board because of some Sean Deebian reason, yeah, calling might be better because of the classic reason that he can represent more later. Of course, if Adams doesn't happen to have an ace. Now there's another side to this though, which is like the fact that if he indeed is playing, if Mueller's an amateur, if he just calls here. A lot of amateurs are just going to check back the turn all the time when they don't have an ace. Assuming a brick on the turn, a brickish yeah. card, like a tennis spades or something like that, a relatively safe card. Um, and then Deeb will often be able to win um, with a bet on the river because the guy's usually going to bet his ace on the turn to keep charging the draws. Yeah. So like amateurs especially, but they're going to often check right away. Other, you know, they're, they're not going to be thinking like, can I get him to fold his, you know, one pair of hands or his draws on the turn? They're usually not thinking that, you know, they're just like, I don't have an ace. Ah, uh, he probably does. Ah, uh, I check, you know, and that's, that's all that's going on. So probably Mueller's going to play a little more face up on the turn if, if our assumptions about him are correct. Yeah. So let me dive into a little bit more. If let's assume Mueller's competent for a second. Yeah. Is it still okay for deep to raise? Is he repping enough stuff on this board, even though clearly Mueller has uh, a, an advantage of big aces over deep? Well, I mean, deep has a lot of straights and two pair hands. He has all 16 combos of straights. He sure does. He's got all the two pairs, except maybe deuce three, right? He probably has deuce three suited. suited yeah, probably not, probably not off. Yeah. Um, Sean Deeb, if someone does, he's one of the guys who might. Right. But I would, but I wouldn't necessarily think he did. But still, he's got he's got stronger. His range is stronger. He just doesn't have ace ace as often, right? He has it yeah. probably a little bit, but but not as often. Um, here's the other question I have about this: like, let's say Mueller does have a strong ace, like, is he going to be able to survive a check raise and then barrels anyway? I don't know if Deeb is committed to that, but like, a lot of players will fold somewhere if, along the way anyway, and it's it's right to usually. If it's Timothy Adams, he's probably holding on. Yes. As the example, because he knows who Sean Deeb is and he knows like, okay, I got to hold on with ace queen plus against Sean Deeb. Like at least unless some of the draws come in or something. I just like sucks for me if he has it. Yeah. 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 But, but I think a lot of, a lot of not like, I mean, you know, you've played in the world series of poker events. It sucks when you flop top, top and get check raised, right? Like it's not super great. That's why like some, again, some players, I'll just check it back in certain spots. I mean, you, you have to hold on a lot yeah. and sometimes you have to hold on all the way and sure, but it sucks. And I've absolutely folded top pair on the turn and stuff like that. And I think usually correctly. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I find out it's correct. Uh, Not always. Um, But like, so I think it's going to work against such ultimately if, if Deeb is committed to continuing on the turn and maybe the river, 
at least a fair amount of the time, depending on the run out. I think it's going to work a huge amount of the time, even if, even if this guy does have a pretty good ace. So that makes me more excited to do this and, and think like this is probably going to work. This is just like a printing money. Back spot, to probably. if this guy's an amateur, of course, is where you're Yeah, yeah. If this guy's a really good pro and he's like, I mean, I open from here. I've got, I guess I have some other hands, but like ace queen's still way up there with all the hands I see bet. Like it just is. And like, and on the turn, he's going to be like, well, I call with all my aces and I call with all my draws. Ace queen's still way too high to fold. And then on the river, he's probably going to call again. Yeah. Or at least he's not going to know what to do. Maybe he's going to call enough that it may not be profitable. Right. About that. Well, Deeb is going to race. Okay. He makes it 29K, and phase one of this race, or desire one for Sean Deeb, is this guy just doesn't have anything, and he's going to fold. Right. Because he's C-betting all ace high flops, which is reasonable, but still he's going to fold, which mm-hmm. is great. Phase two is, okay, maybe he's not going to fold, but I can rep four or five, all 16 combos. I can rep sets of deuces, sets of threes, ace, deuce, and ace three pretty, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. What do you think Mueller should do? He's got two fives here. Okay, so there's now like 60K in the pot, something like that. Uh, it was 18. No, it was he bet 10 and, 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 uh, and D made it 29, right? So it's like 56. 39 plus 18. What was it? 39 plus 18. So. 49. So 50, yeah, 57. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so right. almost 60K. Yeah. Um, and it's 20K to call. It's a little yep. less. It's less than that. 19K to call. Yep. Okay, so we're getting an immediate three to one. We're in position. We have blockers we have six outs we think most of the time right i mean yeah and if we're going to call with a pocket pair on this board fours and fives are two of the best to call with because we block shandeep having the nuts yeah that's really really nice um and having the five of diamonds isn't as good actually we'd rather not have a diamond in our hand i guess the diamond comes later you know right and then we get to block it but right now we kind of we kind of prefer him to be on a flush draw turns out he's on a no draw a nothing draw two back doors man yep two back doors of course always i mean it's really easy to have two back doors it is (laughs) if your hands are connected um your cards are connected um i think he's supposed to call especially against sean deeb um, at least once and see what happens on the turn. It just sucks so much because like so frequently like the 10 of spades comes on the turn and he bets again. And you're like, well, yep. Am I really going to take a stand here with this hand? Doubt like, it. Um, but we have we have a draw to a huge hand where we don't have to worry too much about like, I guess if a four comes, for example, and we get there, right? Yeah, deep can have five, six, but we block it. If a five comes, that's also also getting there. Yeah, deep can have four, six, but it's not that likely, right? I mean, it's possible, I guess. You can have four anything, probably. Yeah, but then we, we're chopping against four anything, but not four six is comes. beating us. Oh, that's a good point. You're right. You're right. See, Grant, when Grant, when we do these, Grant always has like all the information in the hand in front of him. So he's like got the board and stuff. I'm just going like based on what you're saying. It's hard to keep it all in my head, man. Hard to keep it all in my head. Well, you can be the guy who does the. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be the guy and I'm going to punish everyone. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, that's, that's you're right. Of course, he'll have a straight um, and that would be bad. Um, so yeah, you're right. Deep can have four, four X here, which yeah. is not great, but whatever. If we make a set, we're not folding the fricking turn and probably not the river either. We're probably closing our eyes and calling, especially against Sean fricking deep. Unless maybe it comes diamond with diamonds also. And it gets really rough. You the know, the thing that sucks for a guy like Mueller, if deep handed him, cause it is day two yeah. and it might be their first day two table. And it's like, Oh, deep definitely handed him. Yeah. He might be a lot more likely to just shove the river. Be like, are you sure you want to lose 10 exactly. K kid? Like, yeah. You're, you're really going to call it ace king here. Cause I don't care. Yeah. Like I play a million of these and it's all the same to me. Right. Yeah. I agree. This is where I think Deeb's got such an advantage and why like, yeah, ace queen, ace nine, all the big aces are in a lot of trouble here anyway, even though they shouldn't be. 
Ace queen and ace nine, all the big aces. You know what I mean? But any like reasonable ace yeah, where yeah. you'd be like, this is a good flop for me and I can't fold when he check raises me. And but by the river, ace king and ace nine play exactly the same. Like yeah. you could say distribution if you want, but whatever. When you're an amateur is playing your first 10K or, or you're, you know, uh, you're deep in a deep ish in a 10K, you know, you can talk yourself into folding pretty easily. A lot of guys are going to. Yeah. That's probably Deeb's main aim. I'm I would sh- think so. I'm sure he hemmed in this guy. You know? Yeah. Like, so so now it's like, as long as he doesn't have a set or two p- or aces up, I'm probably going to win. Or, or he gets there with his draw. Maybe, like. maybe he's going to hang out with ace-king. Maybe, but maybe not. Maybe anyway, not. I do think two fives is a good calling hand here. Yeah. Don't love too. blocking diamonds right now, but I do love blocking the current nuts. Mm-hmm. That's good news. Do you think it's a good idea? Let's, let's say we're not an amateur. Let's say we're a professional. Okay. Um, do you think this is the kind of hand, since we're blocking the nuts, assuming that um, bricks come on turn and river, that this is a hand we could consider raising down the line against Deeb? Depends on what bricks come. I don't love it because the hands Deeb is representing are hands that are not going to fold, even though they might feel a little bit like I'm not really beating a ton of value. Like yeah. these three and ace deuce are not folding, right? I don't, th- I mean, I don't know if we go all in on the river. If he yeah. goes bet, bet, and we shove the river, ace deuce should be dead supposed yeah. to be dead yeah doesn't mean to say he would fold but those hands are supposed to be dead sean deep though not the kind of guy who makes a lot of hero folds there's still eight combos left of the nuts by the way yeah like it's not like a guarantee that sean deep doesn't have the nuts that's absolutely right but so. it's nice to block it a little bit anyway just just thinking out loud anyway feels like we just have to call this flop and hope he shuts down the turn or we get a miracle right because yeah. like, we're going to fold a lot of turns. This is one, but you have to have hands in your range, by the way, which you call and then fold with. And this is this feels like a clear like call the flop, fold the tennis baits turn when he bets again. Yeah, right? sucks. Yeah, but that is what Mueller does. He decides to call. Yep. So he's not that scared of an amateur, at least if he's an amateur. That's not scared as an amateur. You mean? Yeah. He's not that scared of an amateur if he's an amateur. He's not. He's scared. calling. So. That means he's less scared than a lot, of, a lot of other amateurs might be. It's the word of is throwing me off. But anyway, it's cool. He's not scared of an amateur. It's, it's as if an okay. amateur is scaring him. But it doesn't matter. This is just semantics. I meant it differently. Yes. You meant it like if he's, oh, he's not that scared. I, I understand now of an amateur. I'm with you. It was okay. confusing. Let's go. Confusing to some. Uh, oh, there it is. Yep. There it is. See, guys, you see what happens. Grant has to attack every time there's even a moment where maybe he might have been shown as slightly incorrect. I was not even, even slightly there incorrect. It is, there's the defensiveness. Are you calling me fat again? Mother? <laughs> mother. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, our mother is Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Yes, it is. It's basically our mommy and our daddy. I suckle at her teat. <laughs> <laughs> and so should you. <laughs> Use the link in the description to sign up for Nitrogen Sports. It is an excellent place to gamble. It includes a poker room. That's why they sponsor us, of course. Yes. We're the poker guys. I don't know if you know that. And I knew that. They happen to know that as well, and that's why they sponsor us. And they also host a monthly tournament in our honor, as if <laughs> we were dead. <laughs> a shrine, if yeah. you will. Yeah. It's uh, the last Sunday of every month. It's a... 100 millibit guarantee. It is a 0.1 millibit buy-in. That means there are 1,000 buy-ins guaranteed. We never get anywhere near that. We haven't sniffed it yet. They keep putting it on. It's a great deal. You got to sign up using the link to get access to it. To be clear, when Grant says we haven't gotten near it, that means we get like, instead of 1,000 buy-ins, we get like 120. Yeah, not like, like 500. Yeah, yeah not like <laughs> yeah. 800. Like, he means we have not sniffed it. We are a dog in the wrong co- on the wrong continent looking that. By the way, even if we dude. got 800 every week, it would still be an incredible, or month, it would yeah. still be an incredible deal for it's you to 
try in with 200 entries extra. Yeah. Instead, there's like over 900, sometimes, sometimes over 900 entries that are just in there that they just throw in just because they love you so much or yeah. they, or they're not paying attention. It's something like that. We're it not sure. doesn't matter. Congratulations though. Yeah. Keep taking advantage of it because they keep doing it every month. But you, as Grant said, you have to use the link in the description of this podcast. When you sign up for nitrogen to have access to that, you won't even see it in the lobby. If you don't use the link in the description. Yeah. Cause you're a buffoon and they don't deal with buffoons. Yeah. No offense to buffoons. Yeah. Well, cause they are, you know, a race of animal. They are not. Of course, are they you are. thinking of baboons? <laughs> I'm thinking of baboons, and I'm thinking of some other primate that has an F in its name. There is no, no, there's no primate <laughs> called a buffoon. Understood. <laughs> what is your point? You were implying that there was. <laughs> See, this is what he does, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm clearly wrong here. Uh, anyway, Nitrogen, once you get on there and get to play some poker, they also have other stuff, such as a ton of sports betting action. Oh, yeah, you so can good. get all of it. It is a Bitcoin-only site. They give you your money fast when you bink something. Your withdrawal time is going to be about 90 minutes. That's unheard of. It's so awesome. They also have casino games, but just to hit back on that sports betting, they have all the sports bets and they will, they have deep pockets. They're willing to take big bets. If you want to make them like a lot of places limit your action and stuff like that. Not nitrogen and not at all. If you, uh, if you use the link, that'd be great. If you have deep pockets, please and big bets, we would love that. They will give us a big attaboy and, you know, keep sponsoring us, which we would like. Yep. Anyway, Back to the hand. Okay. All right. So Deeb has raised on the ace, deuce, three, two diamond flop with queen jack. He's got the jack of diamonds. So two back doors. Renee Mueller has two red fives. He's called the yep. check raise to 29K. There's yep. 76,500 in the pot. The turn is a miracle for Renee Mueller. It's the four of clubs. Oof, what a card. One of the three best cards in the deck. Yep. It's pretty sweet. It's amazing that it came. Absolutely right. amazing. Should Deeb continue on this card? Yes. I, I think he pretty, absolutely should, yeah. I feel very strongly that he should. He could have the nuts still, the, the flopped nuts. Yep. He could have the actual nuts. He could have five, six. He could. You could imagine him taking any five in his hand and, and check raising the flop with that if he's going to have a check raising bluffing range. Absolutely. I could actually see him also taking a hand like three, four suited, check raising the flop. Um, both as protection as well as a bit of a bluff, like a whole lot of, st you know, with right. very straight and it's got a little bit of short on value, but maybe not enough ultimately with two cards to come, um, get called and now improve in a really strong way. Like I think he can have that kind of a thing in his range as well. And then be beating ace king. You mean? Yeah. yeah. Now, now he's beating. Well, yeah, now he's beating everything. No, he's not. Not if it's three, four. Okay. Sorry. Three, five, three, okay. four. Yeah. But yeah, any, any of those type of things yeah. where I'm saying he has a parent, a gut shot yeah. and he improves to yes, beat ace king or everything. Could just be any five in his hand. He really could. It yeah. probably is if he has Queen Jack off. Right. He's probably check raising this guy all the damn time if he has Queen Jack yeah. off here. And I mean, once Mueller calls, his range went from, you know, a small percentage of it being aces to a relatively large percentage of it being aces. Well, now it's aces and diamonds, and that's about it, right? You would think for the most part, he does have two fives. But right. Um, there's a hand that makes sense as well, but it doesn't loom large in Deeb's mind, probably. Right. So. Of the of that range, like only the pocket fives and pocket fours are going to be happy about this card. Every other hand, Ace King hates this card. Hates it. I mean, everything. King hates Ten this of card. Diamonds hates this card. Hates it. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good time to continue for Deeb. Pocket Aces is not folding, but hates this card. Yeah. So Deeb's going to bet. He bets thirty-seven k. Yep. I think it's smart. Good. I like it. Well intentioned. 
That's important. Kind of like asking her father for her hand in marriage before actually asking her. Wow. Don't even get me started on ownership of parents and, and their children. What? You're about to get parents, me started. Parents don't own their kids? I mean, apparently in your world, they do. You have to ask permission. Wow. I mean, I was just making a little joke. Why are, you? Getting so, why are you getting so upset? Because this is about... Do your parents have a contract with you where they actually own you? Is this what this is about? They made me sign it when I was too young to understand. <laughs> my, like many child actors. Yeah. You're like Macaulay Culkin. I am like the two Corys. You're like if Macaulay Culkin didn't have any money <laughs> or fame or success. Yeah. I'm sort of... Well, yeah. Okay. I'm sort of like that. <laughs> it was older. <laughs> this is how he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's too fun. All right. So D bets 37K and his okay. Mueller is in there. You're happy. Yeah. You know, there's a tiny chance that you're beat, but it's an extremely tiny chance. Deep could have five, six. Yeah. But it's highly unlikely. Mm-hmm. How do you want to proceed? It feels super straightforward to me. Me too. Why would we do anything but call? Agreed. I think I would want to take 30 full seconds and put the chips out. Yep. Want to make it look like this isn't a super easy call for me because, of course, this is the easiest call in the world. Yep. I would never want to raise right now for two reasons. One is when Deeb is doing this, he's pretty polarized at this point, especially on that card, and he's either got an insta fold or an insta call, and insta calls are usually chops or uh, or beating me. Like yeah. there are still eight combos that are beating me. So Deeb probably folds like Ace Deuce. You think? Um, if we put in a raise. If we're an amateur, I think yeah, it does. Probably. Like, what the hell? We just always have a five. We probably have um, something five of diamonds here, like, you know, yeah. seven five of diamonds or something. And yeah. maybe even the six five of diamonds. It's just like, that's just what we have. Maybe we have ace five, but we have something like that. Yeah. We could have ace five pretty reasonably. Like, why would, how can we raise otherwise? You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, I agree. And that, so that's a good reason. The other reason, of course, being that it's Sean Deeb and he has so many bluffs. Like, you got to let him keep doing that. Exactly. I mean, maybe Deeb doesn't fold the set if we if we size it reasonably. Maybe. Cool. But maybe we can get river action on that in the river anyway. Like, this is... I just think this is such an obvious call. I do, too. And remember that thing I was saying when we were deciding whether or not Mueller should call that, like, it kind of sucks because Deeb's probably hending this guy yeah. and he's going to put a ton of pressure on. He might even just go all in on the river because he's like, do you really want to lose this 10K? Yeah. Game? Let's let him do that. Exactly. Let's now let him do that, that we have basically the nuts. I think the plan right now is to call the turn and close our eyes and call on all rivers. Assuming yeah. if, if no matter how much she, if D bets super tiny on, on certain rivers, maybe we raise, but mostly we just call. Assume Deep's going to put in a huge bet a lot of the time. And we have a diamond in our hand. Cool. We block diamonds. If a diamond comes, we call anyway. If the board pairs, we just call anyway and we hope it's okay. Yeah. Like that's it. Sometimes we chop, sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. We win a lot more than we lose. This is how you win poker tournaments, right? You set up a guy like Sean Deeb to give you all the chips. That sounds like a good idea. I like this plan. Instead, this is the biggest evidence for Mueller being an amateur besides his $0 hand in mob. Yeah. He goes all in for 171K. And Deeb only bet like 30. 37. Yeah. There are 76 in the pot. Deeb bet 37. Mueller goes all in. I don't understand this play at all. He's only getting called by a chop or better, right? Correct. Like Deep is folding a set now for this size. Yeah, he has to. Well, he doesn't have to, but he's going to. Against this guy, he's definitely going to, right? Maybe against, against Timothy Adams, he calls, but against this guy, he's always, always folding. I mean, I, knows I, this I guy's feel like no matter what, 
Timothy Adams has, he's never shoving here. I mean, Timothy Adams does some really big overshoves. We've seen that on the river. Well, the two hands we've done of him recently, yeah. they're on the river, but Timothy Adams is capable Fine, of doing about, massive about sizing. Timothy Adams. Yeah. He's a bad example. Well, you used him. I don't Martin know why. Martin Zidania. Yeah. Okay. You know, he's not, he's not going to shove here. Right. Right. Most pros, if they're raising, aren't going to shove anyway. I think the only hand you should reasonably raise here is five, six. And again, Sean Deeb, you probably shouldn't be raising. So basically we just shouldn't have a raising range here is what we're saying. Not right? when Deeb is just going to give us the chips. Right. And right. instead we're just letting him off the hook. Completely letting him off the like hook. If he has and, once, set, and once in a while, by the way, busting ourselves out of the tournament against the nuts. Right. So Deeb, if he has a set of threes against this guy, he's probably just going to sit there and cringe for a little while and then fold, right? Yeah. yeah I think that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to think this guy usually has a five, probably ace five. Yeah. Um, and if not, you know, maybe he's got, I mean, it's hard to come up with anything else he would have except like fives or ace five. I mean, or four or five. Or five, we're, we're thinking he's an amateur. We're not thinking he's a bad enough amateur that he's just going to shove two pair here because right. he's like, I don't know what to do, right? I don't think so. Yeah. Almost, very few amateurs in a spot in a tournament this big do that. They yeah. get scared. They don't want to put in more chips. You know, they might call with two pair here, which is reasonable, of course, anyway. Um, they would hate calling and they might even fold two pair here. All right. So that's what usually happens. Just to play devil's advocate because this feels like a game theory disaster. It does. Uh, it feels like he's folding out all worse, getting called by all chops and better. There is clearly a little bit of value in doing this, right? And the value is that you are killing um, whatever equity Sean Deep yeah, has. Yeah, if in he the either flopped a diamond draw or turned a club draw, he has to fold. If if the board pairing would, would beat uh, uh, Renee once in a while, like we get to kill all that too. So we get to lock up the pot right now. That is That does have some value. Now, as we see... Sean Deeb is drawing completely dead and knows it and might really shove the river in this spot on this board, right? Yep. When he's in the big blind. In fact, my guess is Sean Deeb is often shoving the river. Yep. Or at least putting in a big bet on the river. I agree completely. So it's like, yeah, why? All right. So beyond just the obvious reasons of shutting out the draws and such. Yeah. To play devil's advocate. Go. Back to my initial thought of like, what if this guy's an online crusher? Let's say. Maybe Deeb's aware of that, you know, because he's like, oh, he's like a top 10 German player online mm-hmm. or whatever. This guy, has, maybe he has a balanced range here. Maybe he actually shoves in this spot a lot, and he has, like, diamond draws and fives. And that's how he plays all of his diamond it's draws. such a big dr- shove. I know. But, like, a lot of... Why do you, why do you need to shove so big, though? Like, I don't know, but a lot of... Why can't you make it um, 85? A lot of these guys who, like, play kind of GTO-style poker are tending towards really big bets in certain spots these days. Mm-hmm. And so, like, assuming he's one of those guys, you know? I mean, yeah. Still, this seems like a really weird spot to do it. I'm not saying that I... I'm just trying to figure out a way. No, I understand. That it makes sense and is a good play. And I'm not sure if it's a good play, even if that's the case. I don't but. think it's a good play, even if that's the case. At some point in the near future, we're going to start really diving into solver stuff. And uh, it'd be interesting to see what the solver says in this spot of, you know, not just... Um, although with solvers, you tell them what the race size is. They yeah. don't tell you. But you could see, like, if you give it the opportunity to do really big raises if it chooses to... I'd be really surprised if it's going all in very often with very much, you know? Yeah. I just would be really surprising. It feels like a diamond draw could really comfortably call this turn in position if it wanted to, right? Yeah. Um, if it wanted to raise, it would probably not raise an amount that is going to put it in just hell when it gets shoved on. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess some people might want to shove the turn so they don't have to deal with that that hellish part of getting shoved on, but like... You're only getting shoved on by the nuts. You can figure out the math. It's going to be pretty straightforward, right? Or the, the nuts are the near nuts, I should say. Yeah, and right. it feels like a really bad time to shove a diamond draw or raise a diamond draw at all because Deeb, of course, has all of the fives in his range. 
Yep. And also, like, if you got the diamond draw, what is Deeb supposed to have? Yeah. Like, now Deeb has more made hands. And also, as you said, the straight draw came in anyway. Well, a big chunk of the straight draw. I mean, I, I guess Deeb could have 3-4 and fold. Yeah. There's some hands Deeb can have here and fold. But, I mean, he might fold the river anyway. Also, we might get there on the river. Why do we have to? It seems crazy to put our whole stack at risk on day two of this main, this big main event when we just don't have to at all. We can just put in 10 blinds right now, or I guess it's more than 10 blinds. It's 13 blinds and still have a whole bunch. We'll still have like 50 blinds or maybe 40, 40, 45 blinds. If we miss everything and decide to fold the river, that's fine. 45 blinds is fine. No, it's well over that. He is was, it? Oh, well, no, it's not. I was not subtracting the 37K. Yeah, he started with 69 blinds. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but back to reality where there's two fives, like going back, sometimes we got Occam's razor and Occam's razor is this is a game theory disaster. Right. It's just like you're never, there's no good result that happens. Right. I, I mean, it, it, there's very, very few good results. Like, there's I probably, there there's, probably a, are there's a neutral result that happens frequently, which is you chop. That's yep. a neutral result, but like whatever. Deeb is going to call if yeah. he has a five. He's not going to like it. I don't think he's going to like it unless he has the six of diamonds in his hand. Yeah. But um, of course he has six of diamonds in his hand. You're losing. And of course he's going to like it. Right. Yeah. But, um, but he's going to call with a five. Uh, you're never going to get him off a chop, so there's no value in that. And so here we are. We're back to, I kill a little bit of his equity, but it's Sean Deeb. He's going to move me in with, no matter what the river is, a lot. Seems like a really easy call. Yeah, I agree. I think if maybe the, the spots where Sean Deeb might not move us in on the river are like an ace pair, the ace pairs. Possibly he gives up there. Yeah. Right? Because he's like, all right, you're not folding. Yeah. But besides that, I think he's mostly just going to pull the trigger no matter what, and we just got to close our eyes and... Maybe he isn't going to move us in. Maybe he's going to bet 100000 Whatever. He's going to bet really big. We get to call. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think Mueller messed it up. Big time. That's too bad for him. It really is. He cost himself some chips. Now, I will say, even though he cost himself some chips in this hand, probably, but maybe, maybe uh, you know, there's a give up from Sean Deeb on the river anyway, maybe. and it's all the same. But he um, cost himself some potential chips. But he did cash in this event for his first cash ever. First recorded hand and mob cash. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. For he finished fortieth for twenty five thousand. I'm sure he was very happy about that. I'm sure he was. Good for him. Yeah, but this this hand not so this good. This could for have him. been this I mean, this is the kind of hand where it may feel like from his point of view, if he's if he is an amateur, like nothing to even think about, but might have cost him like a chance to go way deeper in the tournament. I mean, ultimately. it goes back to what I was kind of getting to with with his somewhat big sizing on the flop. It's fear, right? He's mm-hmm. playing from fear. Yeah. And, and just to like, I just want to go a little further with this idea of going way further in the tournament. You say, oh, it's a day two hand. Does it really matter? Well, D put in something like 77,000, right? Yeah. If Mueller just calls the turn and D does move them all in on the river, Mueller's going to call and, and Mueller calls and wins, which we know he would win. He gets the full double. So instead of getting 70 or eight, like 80,000 or 77,000, he gets 207,000 yeah. out of Deeb. And it's a completely different spot. And now he can afford to lose a, a coin flip that maybe he couldn't afford to lose before. You know, when he d- gets another double up later, he gets 130,000 more chips than he would get. Like all this stuff is exponential. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, don't do it. Don't do the game three disasters. Yeah. That's the lesson of if you're going to take one lesson from the five years of Poker Guys podcasts, it's don't do the game three disasters. I mean, really? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was saying to uh, one of the players on Poker Time, Rafi, uh, a bit ago uh, that like I still find myself a bit obsessed with continuing range, you know, and it's sort of another way of talking about this. Like, you know, can I, if I raise what is actually going to 
put chips in, you know? Yeah. And like, I, I find myself thinking about that just a lot because it's always interesting to me, you know? And, and obviously there's a, it's, it's a spectrum and it, it's a different spectrum for different players, but there's some spots where it's not. There's some spots where it's very clear, and this feels like one of them. It does. Yeah. I show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it home.